0: This message is brought to you by the Metamorphosis Christian Center Abuja.
1: Remain blessed as you listen.
2: Last week uh, we stopped about we stopped at this point where we talked about church is Christ's institution and it is building and uh, we spoke about that the church is God's idea it's was God's idea, and uh, the pattern was God's, and uh, the material were purchased by Christ's blood. And uh, are we were we able to fill those parts? I think we filled it last week. Great, thank you. So, so that's where we stopped. We'll just go ahead with uh,
1: with today. But before we move ahead, we spoke a lot about um, issue of uh,
2: Pattern, the principles of prayer, the principles of worship, and the principle of unity and building according to pattern. And we spoke about the fact that uh, all these patterns are in the Bible, and we're supposed to live our life according to the scriptural pattern. Uh, There is what we call the worldly pattern. We'll delve more into that today. And uh, there is also the pattern of God, and we're supposed to live our life after God's pattern. So um, I will just continue from there, and uh, today we are continuing from Roman figure three, Roman figure three, and it says only and it says God has one pattern. God has only has one pattern, one pattern. That's the space there. God only has one pattern for the church that He is building. We spoke about I remember we spoke a little about this, and uh, we spoke about the fact that um the world can give us several patterns, several ways to do things, but for God, it's only one. It is to be the house of God in the fullest sense. it is to be the house of God in the fullest sense. and uh, if the Lord is going to build his church. If it is going to be something that he will live in, then it stands to reason that we must build according to the divine blueprint or the sign. And Psalm 127 says, Except the Lord builds the house, he that buildeth, builds in vain. And except the Lord keeps the city, he that watcheth, watcheth in vain. So it's very clear to us that everything about his church. And the reason why we are dwelling on individual to an extent is because together we make the church. And I believe strongly that if individuals are strong, when we come together corporately, we are likely to come together to form a, a bond that is stronger. So we need to first of all understand ourselves so that we won't be a, link, a weak link in that church, in that church we are building. So if we talk about individual at some point, know that it's for the building up of the church. You cannot say you want to have a three-cord uh, cord, a cord, and you're saying one of them is not working. Just like um, uh, uh, an electric cord it has about two or three other things within it: it has health, it has neutral, it has life. Am I right? Uh, though in Nigeria, some example, we said the neutral is useless, remove it. But the day you have an electric shock, and everything you touch in your house is as if you are touching live wire. Then you understand the importance of neutral but so many houses in nigeria don't do that so to the fullest we don't want to be the type that will we'll be the weakling so we need to talk about individuals then we need to talk appropriately about what god is building because we are the one god is using to build the house so that's where that's why it's important when we speak and we talk about are you big according to pattern in your life how is your personal prayer life how is your this so that when we come together if you have a very strong um personal life with christ it is not very easy for you if you are called upon to serve if you are called upon to attend some meetings if you are called upon to do something that relationship you have with christ gives you that 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 foundation that impetus for you to do that thing which you want to do if you start to build according to a pattern in your life if you start to build according to a pattern in your ways even when the church seems not to be building according to a pattern you can know whether to pray or to approach or do something, and it becomes clearer to you. Then you, we all get better, we all get stronger, and we build faster. Brother, Lord, will help us in Jesus' name. Please, have we gotten D now? Good. So God only has one pattern. Like I was saying, God only has one pattern. And um, there are several sources from which one can get a pattern from. We've spoken about that. Several sources, all kinds of sources. But I think we just highlighted just three here. We talk about um, that A, the space, there is sources. There are several sources. So our pattern can come from the world system. From the world system. From the world system. Um, media, now you have us project a Romans 12, 1 to 2. And uh, let me see if I can read from this, place. Romans 12, 1 to 2. Don't worry, we'll have a meet. Class test this morning. Hello? Uh, I think I hinted us about that in the first day. So we just have a short meet by maybe in the next 15
1: minutes. We have a meet class test. So you touch the paper and we'll write. Praise the Lord. Yes, ma. Praise the Lord. We are in a class. Ma? No,
2: no, no. You just Yes, it's something very small. I can provide you. I have enough. Don't worry, man.
1: <laughs> if that would be a hindrance, it can be provided. Sir? So, um, okay. So, let me just read from this place quickly. Dear four brothers, by the mercy of God,
2: I urge you to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this age, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, so that you may discern what is the good, pleasing, and perfect will of God. So, you are not supposed to conform to the things of the world. Jesus said, These people, they are in the world, but they are not of the world. We are not of the world, but we live in the world. So, we need to understand that. So, when we talk about the world system, we are talking about a system that runs the world. There is a system that runs everything we are doing. As we are seated here, there is a system we are. Follow it. There is a war system, there is a world system we actually, that's actually guiding us. For example, there is a constitution of Nigeria, it's a system. We have a system that says this is how we spend money. We have a banking system, we have the economic system, we have the political system, we have the social system. There are several systems like that, that are there. It, the the war system is like a, 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 a conglomerate of several systems put together. And uh, we need to understand this system. I think I mentioned that to an extent the other time. We need to have that understanding of how this system runs. But we also need to understand that we live not by this system. But we need this system to run our life effectively. So when our pastor spoke about in one of the teachings, I think last week, that we are supposed to occupy. What does it mean to apply? You, you bring in your system to influence the system you are working in. If you are in the world system, what is the economic system of the world? How is it going? We're talking of removal of subsidy. We're talking of, you are living there. You're still buying petrol, right? You buy petrol. You go to the market. You travel. You cannot do it but Within those systems, who provides for you? How do you? What's your mindset in terms of how shall I survive? That's what we're talking about. What's your profession? What's your confession about this whole issue? Is it are you confessing according to the system you're seeing? Or are you confessing according to the system you are living with? You, are, you, you said you are living in. Do we understand? That's what we're talking about. If this world the Bible say, Whose report shall we believe? Say so we shall believe the report of the Lord. And the report of the Lord is always good, it's always encouraging, it gives you hope and makes you to have faith in him if you live in the system of this world and you believe you are in this system and you want to live by the system of the world then you have issues then the system of the world will dictate everything you do and you're not going to have a life that you think you should live some people they live what i call a hybrid life they live what a hybrid life Hybrid, you know, if if you have a car, they say this car can use both petrol and gas. You know, these days some people are converting. Ah, huh? are you thinking along that line? You are shaking your head. It seems. <laughs> huh? thank you, sir. I think we are in the same. Uh, we are we are in the same boat. Uh, so 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 the car sometimes it uses gas, sometimes it uses petrol. So you are not even sure. Sometimes the car is even traveling. Uh, the car switch rapidly. Sometimes they make your to automate sometimes they don't. It depends on what you want to do. Once your work is low, you can change to that. But well, as a Christian, we are not supposed to operate like that. We are, supposed to, we are not supposed to operate a hybrid life. Our system should not be hybrid, part world, part God. Because if we operate like that, you are, I always tell people, God does not have a fence. If you sit on the fence, you're on devil's t- territory. That's for me. Once you are on the train, say, no, I'm not for God, I'm not for the devil, you are for the devil. Straight away, that's no, there's no thing about it. So if you want to stand with God, stand with God and let it be known. So I encourage you to live your life according to the system of God. We'll, go to, we'll get there very soon. The system of the world is very stifling, it's very dangerous, and um, it looks nice. Saying, no, 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 I'm a realist. Yeah, I'm a realist. I'm telling you exactly what it is. Don't let us lie to each other. This country is it can, How do you expect it to improve? Not see. I, in fact, I—I I was almost discouraged. I was looking at the ministerial list yesterday, and I saw that it's the same thing. It's the same birds that we have been flying. Is the same one that they are coming back again. Former senators, former governors, former House of Rep members. Every there is no. I always. I just said within myself. I, I will not confess evil. They must, this thing must work. I don't know how it will work. It must work. So that's what of the things we need to think about. What system are you working in? Don't deceive yourself. Look at it very well. If you need money, if you need business, if you need to progress, if you need to, how do you do it? Who do you depend on? Do you understand? Who runs your system? Who runs your economic system? Who runs your home? Even your home. Who runs it? Are you not following that? Some people, their home is run by social media. Some people, their home is run by their uncles. They don't know, but that's the truth. Some people, their home is run by their fathers, by someone else. Some people, they are interested in their home, is run by their pastor, not God. We need to be careful. So we need to understand this. I pray the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. So now, um, the world system, we need to be very, very careful. Now, in John... 1 John 5, he said, we know that we are of God, and the whole world lies under that day. The what? The sway of the wicked one. So, no matter how good you think the devil is treating you now, he's preparing you. He's preparing you for a day of, not you, he's preparing the person that thinks the devil is doing him good. The devil does not do anybody good. The devil is the type that gives you a cup and takes the head. So where will you put the cup? That's what we need to understand about him. He is not interested in anything good about you. He said it's a lie and a father of it. So whatever you think you're enjoying under the worldly system, it's for a while. And I pray the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. I think, how am I talking like this? Even if you read book of, Paul's book, he encourages Christians to live according to the so, so it's not something that are just for unbelievers alone. It's also for us, for Christians, for us to understand the way we live and know that by God alone, And we stand. We cannot stand through anybody. In Isaiah thirty one, in Isaiah (coughs) sorry, excuse me, said woe, God hates it. When his children go back to the world system for help. Say, Woe to him that go down to Egypt for help. We don't like the word woe, but don't do something that will woe you. That's it. Don't go near the woe. You know, the children of Israel. God said, Go to this mountain and pronounce all the blessings. Abid? Then go to the next mountain and pronounce all the And You must say amen to the two. So we need to live our life according to because God does not like it. And there are, ways God, God, there, are, there are systems of the world, and we read in the Bible, that God compares them to the worldly system. When you talk about Egypt, when you talk about Babylon, do we understand? When we talk about all those places, Assyria and all those things, they are a system of the world. If you read through the Bible, it never paid them. Israel went to them, never paid them. The last time Israel was to be taken, um, Judah was to be taken finally into captivity, they sought Egypt to help them. But Egypt disappointed them. Egypt disappointed them, and God was not happy with it. So we need to know what to do. We also remember this king that wanted to Went to look for uh, a, uh, went to after another God when his child was sick, and God sent a, an, a prophet to, to hijack him, on, to hijack the messenger and tell him, This, because you did not seek me, huh? the God of Israel, and told him, that it, You can, if you, anytime you seek anything outside of God, it doesn't work. It might, you might think it works, It might think it's doing well, but the end, just the end, the end, You will discover that at the end of the day, if you had waited for God, you will have been better. Let us remember that. And the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. So we need to to understand that very well. Then um, we also have uh, a system called the religious system. But the word system is not totally bad. Let's understand that. And um, we need to understand that on the positive side, I think I've explained that to an extent, that every local church needs to follow biblical business and financial practices. Biblical business and financial practices. As I have mentioned that even in this world, in your business, what does the Bible say about doing business in this world? What does the Bible? Say? The Bible talks about uh, a, wage, um, um, a worker is worthy of his wages. If you have workers under you. And you don't have any problem paying them and you are still delaying their money. Three months you are owing them and you you are you are riding the best bands in town, you are riding the best car, you are doing very well, you are building latest buildings, but your workers you are owing them for six months. That's not a biblical way to do business. You exploit people. You know that this thing is I bought it for ten naira, and you know that if you sell it for thirteen naira, you are okay. If I you know. I have to explain this to you because in that area, this thing does not nice. exist. Yeah, I'm going to sell it for 45 naira. And you go around, everybody that sells there, you kill all of them. One word. I, I, you know, the way people do business is a very dangerous thing. Once all those big companies, Google and the rest, once they see a startup, they call them startup, it's doing well, they buy it. This one is coming and competing with them. They go and buy the competitor. They won't fight the price, they just buy the competitor. And that's why the world system tries its best to look at it. Is it that they acquire them, they bully them, but still? That's why, how many companies Google bought, plenty, they keep buying. Which out of uh, Facebook, they changed their name to Meta, bought everything. Elon Musk just bought Twitter, changed it to X. They are just doing, becoming big and all You understand? For me, I see that as a form of exploitation. You, you, you are just bullying everybody. That's the world system. God does not support that. When you do things, do them right. We're not saying you should not expand. We're not saying you should not grow. No. But when you grow, grow with the mindset of not bringing others down. Grow with the
1: mindset of allowing others to also stand. Let people see your... Okay, ma'am.
3: When doctors said that they buy people and don't allow them... You know, some of those um, purchases are good for the people because some of those organizations are dwindling. They are not doing well. So when some other person or some other organisation buys them over, it actually helps them if they pay them well. Uh, well, they as in they take them over and pay them. So it's not all that is um, negative. That's what I want to say.
2: Thank you, ma'am. Uh, thank you for that. But uh, yeah, I agree. It's not all are uh, bad. But uh, I also understand that some of them can be very, very. They are not good, but. I understand some of them are struggling. Some of them, they've reached their zenith. They cannot go beyond that in their mindset. That's just, just the best they could do. And then somebody needs to buy them over to take them to another level so that people can enjoy. I, that's true. Please let us also understand. Thank you, man, for the balance. We need to understand that balance very well. So the church, too, can do business right. The
1: church, too, can do business right. According to the... Biblical principle I watched this um house on the rock tape um the African press experience, and one of the
2: singers sang there and uh, the convener came out and said we want to, we have to promote this guy this musician promote him, let him do well said the the the, thing, the, the, the singers of the world not have so uh access to the very good quality things that he wants businessmen, Christian businessmen to come out so that this guy can have the very best of instruments, the very best of sound engineers, the very many men very be- <laughs> The very best of everything. So that when the sound comes out, he said something that's very important. He said most of the time people out there don't listen to the lyrics. They listen to the rhythm.
1: Do you understand that? It's the rhythm first. All those worldly singers, people say it's danceable. Is it the lyrics that is
2: danceable? Is the beat? And let 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 people hear this song and let them first of all dance to it. And the reason why I believe that is this guy. What's the name of that guy again? Is it um? Is, no, I, I, yes, it's Moses. Please, mm-hmm. I even want to mention that guy that's
1: in this uh, American Got Talent from Kenya, George. When that guy sings, the, the guy on the highest, on the,
2: the, the highest level, he sings Christian songs alone. And he will tell them, but when he sings, you see people crying. Either they are Christian or You see even the the judges, they are shaking their head. It's not the song they are listening to, but the rhythm. But also the song, the lyrics of the song is getting in. But the rhythm is good. The voice is fine. Everything moves smoothly. Do you understand? So we need, not, we, need not, we need not have the mindset that we cannot have access to the best. Or, yes, some people have the mindset, hey, I can be the best as a Christian, but how? How? The how is the problem. The how, and some people have some businessmen have a mindset. If you say you are a Christian, they believe you can never be excellent. They believe that you start quoting things, you start quoting words. Start, I think we should begin to quote to them that, you remember Joseph? You know Joseph? And, so, and let them know that even in their business, some of their business principles, they are using such principles.
1: If you read your Bible very well, if you study, you can tell them. Not say something, sir. Okay, sir. In the next two minutes, we will start our test. Praise God. Hallelujah.
4: Okay, I want to say that uh, when it comes to Christian businessmen or Christians doing business that want to excel, uh, I think for so long time, uh, I think some churches or some pastors they made uh, this belief that you just can just pray it, can just pray it and you you get it. You know they substitute prayer for hard work. They believe I'm a Christian, I, I can sow seed, I can uh, I can pray. Fine, it's good to pray, it's good to sow seed, but you cannot replace it with hard work. Because that is also to bring out, we bring this uh profit. You know, I used to be so sorry for some churches that hold meetings Monday morning, 8 a.m. And you want the church members to be successful. I wonder how they will be successful because at that time they ought to be working. They are in church praying. I feel so sorry for them. Because many churches fall under this trap. At working hour you see People in church praying. I I feel like what? What is this? <laughs> I also compete with people of the world that are very aggressive when it comes to business. You know, when we talk about uh, people of the world making it in business, they put in all their effort. You know, it's just a principle. Once you apply the principle, you will be successful. So I believe some people of the world they use other things. They you know, things that Christians cannot do. Like the social media where we market our business, there are some things other vendors do that I cannot do to attract customers. <laughs> we cannot go there, but we know what they do. They expose their body, do all sorts of things to attract customers. You see their follow-up in millions. For what they do, you cannot do it. But we're consistent. When you are consistent and you're hardworking, you keep pushing, definitely the door will open
2: praise the lord so so we need to do that we need to balance all these things very well um there are some prayers that not every said that god might call at some period of the of the day but not every day or not every week and that you now start praying from 9 to 12 every monday do you understand uh you monday you pray from 9 to 12 wednesday you pray from 9 to 10 friday you pray from 2 to 5, where will the person go to work? That's what we're talking about. But sometimes, maybe God can call some special meetings for some specific purposes at that particular time, but God is at God's prerogative. So God gives us sense to think. He wants us to do things in a particular way. You understand? Then God can decide in His sovereignty to say, I want this for a particular purpose." And when it happens, you will see the result in a very different way. So that's just, But it's very true that we need to work hard we need to excel. We need to develop our skills to compete with the world. It is not easy. In fact, the world should be competing with us, not we competing with the world, but we turned it around. I think we should be better, praise the Lord. So, but on the negative side, a local church is more than a business and must work in the realm of faith, must work in the realm of faith based on the clear words of God, us. Okay, we are not sharing papers. There has been protests that there might not be paper to tear. <clears throat> so I said initially that we have an anchor passage, and I said I was going to ask. Oh, thank God, not, he didn't ask
1: for this. Second, now is today. Who can remind? In fact, I didn't not who can remind me. Who? Who is this, Titi? Why are you in class? The last three, last two. Uh, sessions.
2: So, can you remind us of that Bible passage? We read it on day one of my class. You will not only say, you tell us the Bible passage and the section of the verse, because it's very specific here.
1: Don't, please don't, um, don't project it to Please, let's give her a round of applause.
2: <laughs> let's give her a round of applause now praise the lord Uh, now i know we are listening thank you so much thank you so much let's continue she
1: has redeemed everybody (laughs) (laughs) so dear after service please (laughs) so um so we need to understand that when we're in
2: church we have a mindset that this business or whatever we are doing we are not just doing it we are doing it For a purpose and it's more than just what we're doing we should do everything by faith so without faith no man can please the lord so even if we are doing business we do it by faith that's why like our prophet said there are some things the world do that we cannot do and it seems they are doing fine and seems that the christian that wants to go the right way is not doing fine yesterday i was telling my wife that i'm controlling myself i don't want to get angry why we were in a very serious hold-up. And people came from the side and blocked everywhere. And you know, in the dress, in those that are blocked, they were passing. I feel like moving out. I said, God, help me. Number two, children are in the vehicle. They should see good example. Plenty of them said about our neighbor's children and everybody We were all in the vehicle. And I said, what shall I do? God, help me. It was very, no, they've all gone. They've all gone. Everybody was just, they blocked the place. So we need to learn self-control and begin growing grow in faith that God will help us. And I told my to do the right thing as a Christian in this world. is even a it's challenge in itself. We need to be very, very, very strong and keep growing in Christ. I pray the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. So the second one is uh, our pattern can come from religious tradition. We know, some of us, we know we've attended churches huh, that are purely based on religious tradition. And that's biblical example. The Pharisees, everything they do, it doesn't have any spirit in it. Just tradition. Are you better than our father Moses? That's the tradition. Our father Abraham, and that's Jesus reminded them, not everybody that says they are children of Abraham, are Abraham's son's children, And that Abraham's children doesn't guarantee you'll get to heaven. Jesus reminded them. So tradition does not take you anywhere. There are all kinds of tradition we see around that looks like it is like a similitude of good things or in, in, in Christ. But if you go deeper, you see that there is nothing behind it. And most of them have been subject of
1: serious dispute in our church, what we do. I don't know why they do it in that. As if you are
2: Jesus that we judge them that day. That church, what they are doing is bad. In our church, why should you enter our church without covering your head or without wearing slippers or without doing this or without doing that? There are all kinds of religious traditions we've observed, but they don't help us. When you follow religious tradition, ensure that that tradition is based on the principle of Christ, and it's helping you to grow as a person in Christ, and making you to contribute to the building of the Church of Christ. Praise the Lord! We need to understand that very well. These traditions are good if they help us better to implement biblical truth. If they help us towards better implement biblical truth. Any tradition that goes against that, any religious tradition, whatever it is, that is going against that, then there is a problem. We need to understand that very well. It is extremely important that we need to understand that. Media, is our projection working today?
1: Praise the Lord. Please help us project 2 Timothy 2.15. Nothing is showing here. Both in front and at the back. Thank you, sir. So
2: um, we need to understand that very well. Let me quickly read that. Second Timothy two. If you are there, you can read please also.
1: Sorry. Second Thessalonians. I don't know why I'm seeing Timothy this morning. <laughs> Second Thessalonians two fifteen. Thank you so much. Therefore, brothers, stand firm and
2: hold to the tradition you were taught, either by our message or by our letter. The truth of the matter is, I will also remember that in the course of building, in the course
1: of building, there are some things that must guide you. And those are traditions. There are some things we follow. But those things are things that we need
2: look into very well, because if you don't look into them very well, and we don't keep on
1: allowing the Holy Spirit to sensitize us, we can stray. Church can actually stray. And that's the issue.
2: The devil is always interested in putting some things in those traditions. Initially, it looks innocuous. It looks harmless. It looks as if it's nothing. Then that thing is a seed. Then it begins to grow, begins to divert, begins to change the thing gradually, until after some time, you go up. If you see some churches today, we hear the names of their founders, we hear the names of some people in the church, and you see what is happening in the church now. You wonder, how can this person be a member of this
1: church? And this church is now what it is today. Sometimes it doesn't seem to align. You begin to wonder, where did the church get it wrong? And there are
2: some churches that are already on that path if they don't cause correct themselves. That in some 10 years' time, the way they've started now, if the founder or the prominent person or the person of influence is out, that will be a problem. You remember this king in 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 the Bible? I can't remember one of this Israelite king. That why the priest that brought him up was alive. He was fine,
1: very fine. He was doing well, but when the priest died, I think that was the priest. When he died, he left everything about God and went the wrong
2: way. We need to understand that. That traditions are not bad, but traditions need to be followed. Tradition needs to be according to what God wants us to do. If some tradition needs to be changed, change it. The one that needs to be continued, continue with it. If some needs upgraded, some needs rejuvenation, we need to keep looking at our tradition and follow Christ and the leading of the Holy Spirit. I pray the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. And that's why Paul said. Therefore, brethren, hold fast and stand fast and hold the tradition which you were taught. That means Paul taught them some traditions. Paul taught them the ways to do some things in a particular pattern, in a particular way. That looks as if these are the things you must follow. You must do this. So it becomes like a tradition of things they need to do.
1: Or they needed to do rather. And he said, These things stand fast and hold on to them. Because it will help them to grow. But when interest come in, selfish interest, you know, they said the love of money is the beginning
2: of evil. Money is good, but it's the love. Anywhere money is, if there is a spirit that follows it. We need to control that spirit and send it away. Because when a child begins to grow and begins to get a lot of uh, uh, crowd, getting big, expanding, they need to have a tradition. They need to have a pattern. They need to have like, 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 what to follow so that they have a structure. It's very important. But in doing that, we also need to be careful that we don't fall into religiosity instead of following the Spirit. Some people follow the justice to the Moses. You can't say Moses was not following God.
1: But Years later, he discovered that all those things Moses did, it was like a
2: myth. It became like a legend that, that Moses did, did everything, but what have you done? Are you, are you following in that path? Can you say you can, you, you, you can, you've grown to the level that you can do things also by yourself based on the tradition and the fact that you are following this pattern and following this tradition? That's what we're talking about. We need to balance that. And I pray the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. So the next one is um traditions are bad if they hinder us from obeying the word. That's the space there. Obeying the word. traditions are bad if they hinder us from obeying the word. So if you check Matthew chapter 15, verse 6, second section. Thus, you have made the commandment of God of no effect by your tradition. Thus, you have made the command of God of no effect by your tradition. Question. I want to take us back a little. I wanted to ask this question. I don't know why I forgot. What is tradition? lot of all this English we are saying, we know we are on the same page. What is tradition?
1: Sister Kemi.
5: Tradition is a set of values or principles that a community believes in. Like something that binds the community together, something like that.
2: Okay, give it to your friend on your is it right or left now.
6: Okay, someone says that um, tradition is peer pressure from dead people. So, um, <laughs> Please repeat that. Peer pressure, peer pressure from, from dead people. From dead people. Yeah, because, you know, they are usually... By or they are usually what has been done by people who have passed and then compels you in a way to um, abide by those set of principles. So there are set of rules made by which would have possibly made them successful. For instance, maybe a family that says they eat rabbits before they got pregnant, you know, and maybe that has been um, occurring. But But when you are there, you do not meet the person that started, you are not even able to understand. How the person got into that rabbit eating scheme. You just know that eat rabbit and get pregnant. So, really, it's peer pressure from dead people. Yeah.
2: Okay. I think I like this rabbit eating tradition. <coughs> I think it's a good one. I won't use it because of tradition, because it's sweet. I think. Anyway, so, um, so we can see that uh, God has traditions too. But it's all of God's traditions They are here. Everything is here. And they are like a pattern. Do you understand? If you follow your building according to that religious tradition, you are actually building along that line. So but if you build according to God's tradition, you're also building. Do you understand? So we need to understand that. Then the third one is um um our pattern can come from the mind of regenerate man, regenerate man. That's the space, regenerate man. And because we are Christians, and that we have a good heart, that's the space, good heart. Good heart. Does not mean that every thought and idea that we have comes from God. That's the last part, comes
1: from God. And it is possible to be sincere or to be wrong. That you are sincerely wrong.
2: Very, very sincerely wrong. An example of somebody that was sincerely wrong and his sincerity led to the death of many Christians was Apostle Paul, who was Saul. Nobody could have told him that what he was doing then. Was, he was sincere. He really thought what he was doing he was working for God. And all those people of the way, you know, that was, yeah? you know that's what they call it? They are people of the way. All those people that, follow, that were following Jesus. One dead man that said he woke up. I wanted to change the law of Moses that has been there for over how many centuries now. You need to deal with him. You understand? And he was doing it with all religiosity until met Christ. He was sincerely wrong. You can be sincere and you can be wrong. And not what not everything that comes through our heart that is from God. We could see that example in um Apostle Peter when he was Peter. But it was still Simon then. It was yet to be named. No, it was immediately after he was named Peter. Immediately. That's Matthew 18. When he spoke and Jesus said, You are the Son of God. and said, You are Peter. Upon this, Down there, Jesus was talking about his death. And he said, like like you won't die. Oh. He said, Get behind me, Peter." Do you understand? Some minutes earlier, at least some minutes, just some verses earlier, I don't know. He was in this spirit, the right spirit. next means he was also in the spirit, the wrong spirit. So we need to understand that that we can be sincerely wrong. Sincerely wrong. We need to be careful. Not every thought that comes to our mind actually
1: from God. For example, Collar mentioned the businessman. He said, ah. This, my friend,
2: has about 1.5 million followers, what is, and what is he doing? He's a Christian, but he has some secular music that people like. With, uh, so what he does, and um, just talks about it a little, and it's not wrong. Eh? Those people are not saying something bad.
1: It's, just, it's not, uh, and what they say, they just opened, maybe, maybe it's just that uh, they open. Eh? And
2: there's nothing wrong in even showing part of the cleave. Right? What is the big deal there? Eh? That's what people want to see now. And God said we should be wise. He Said we should be as wise as serpent. You know, serpent is, You know how wise serpent is. Let's apply that now. Eh? Okay, what did serpent do in Genesis? Did, ah, let's just everything together. They won't remember. You should be gentle as dove. That one is not. there. It's the wisdom of serpent that they're interested in. Do we understand?
1: So people
2: do that. They are a regenerate mind, but they've not subjected their mind to the things of God. There is a continual, continuous renewal. You need to keep renewing your mind. You need to keep thinking. You need to keep thinking about the thoughts that come to your mind. You need to keep... The Bible you should guide your heart with all diligence. Why should you guide your heart? If you know there is no thief in your environment, why should you close your door? You'll have left your door open. So why do we lock our doors? You are guiding your properties. Because you love. you don't want people to come in. If you think your house is fully safe, because one day we come, you won't have to lock your door when you go out. So you don't have to lock your door, but you lock it, why? Because you want to safeguard something. But the same thing, you are guiding it. In fact, when I was coming today, after we have driven for a while, I, stick close to it, I said, Adasa, are you sure you locked the door? She said, yes. An event happened. That was why I asked that question. She locked safe from behind, so she had to do some roundabout. I wasn't sure the roundabout or roundabout really worked. So I had to ask her, did you lock the door? She said there yeah, with faith, I believe. That the door is. So why are we doing that? We are guiding that thing with all diligence. The same thing with our heart. We don't just take everything in or we don't believe everything that comes out. So we need to test all things. And that's first John said we should test all spirits. Then he said, Test all things and hold on that which is true. It's not he wasn't talking to Unbelievers is talking to us. So if a thought comes to your mind, you can test it, you can look at it. And he gave us one way. There might be some other way, but there's particular way, and I like that way. And I do it once once. once. If a spirit comes and does not believe that Jesus has come to this earth in flesh and blood, and he died and resurrected, that spirit is not of God. You can try it. Once you ask that spirit, Hello, sir, do you believe this and say those things? Because it's in the Bible. It's either the spirit confirms it or the spirit will just quietly leave. I can assure you, I've done it several that as well. But the thing I'm thinking about this. Spirit, do you believe that just came in flesh and blood and died and it rose again and is now alive? That spirit, because the demons can't stand those things. they will, that will be, it's biblical, it's in the Bible. You understand? It's not something I'm saying. Out of the blues. It's in the Bible. I can't remember, but I know it's in false John. Please, if somebody can help us see it. I want us to project it before we finish. So somebody help us just search for it. I can't remember. I think it's in false John. If I'm not wrong. Just search for it so that we, can, that we know that it's not that I'm saying it from the head. That's, that's a pattern we can follow. I pray the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. So, um, God is looking for those that worship Him in spirit and in truth. Not only in spirit, that sincerity, it's also that worshiping in truth. And that truth comes from you understanding what's in the Bible, understanding the leading of the Holy Spirit. Because the truth comes from this. Just this I'm the way, the truth,
1: and the life. Nobody comes to my father except by me. This is the truth. word of God is the truth. Okay? It's about that litmus test. So are you saying that you ask like just like
6: that that hey are you do you confess is that what you you're saying like you ask like that, that oh are you um or do you believe that jesus i just want to no, get no, no. The issues, what said, yeah.
2: for me that's what i said i said i'm not i said that, i'm not saying that's the only way but that is a way in the bible that is stated clearly do you understand please help. can you somebody help me just check it please okay sir
1: Please, I want us to project that particular passage, please. Can you help us check it, please? Amen.
7: So, um, yes, that is how he does it. But then the essence or the the import of that verse, right, talks about whatever spirit or uh, thought pattern that doesn't bring about redemption. The redemptive work of Christ, right, is what that pastor, uh, Sorry, the biblical. Uh, sorry, this uh, passage is talking about. It says, By this, you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in flesh is of God. Meaning, why did Jesus, uh, God send Jesus, or why did Jesus come to redeem man, right? So, whatever thought pattern, if you are thinking, uh, ah, bro, follow, did me something yesterday, did me strong thing, into mean, I'll do strong thing. It's a thought. It comes to you. And then you put it on the lit- litmus test. Does this bring redemption? Does this actually speak about what Christ came to do? It doesn't clearly. So you have shut that thought down. So everything you think about, and then you come, sometimes we just even get that thought, that, and then we, we test it and you realize that, ah, this thing does it. But still, you still do strong head and go ahead. Of course, you see the repercussion. Right? But as a believer, every time that we have thoughts fly through our thoughts or come into our hearts, and we know that we have to behave wisely or behave well, this principle or this uh, uh, litmus test applies every time. And it all talks about redemption. Am I doing good in Christ, right? In Christ by this person. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank
1: you so much. Okay. Praise God. Hallelujah. Um, I have something I want to say concerning this in
0: this particular scripture, and at the same time, um, I still want to ask a question. Okay. First and foremost, um, um, I can say Christians all over the world. Like I don't have the statistics, but I can, I can boldly say that more than sixty percent of these current christians in the all over the world are uh, are christians because probably um our our, our parents were christians you know uh, for me for, for me in uh, for as an instance i was born in a christian family and i became a christian because of that now the question that i want, that I want to ask on this aspect is that, are there some people um talking about tradition now Are there some people that they never knew anything about Christianity. They were born in another religion. Let me say, uh, for instance, in a Muslim family. And that's how they were taught right from childhood. That's the only thing they knew about. Now, um, and these people, they were taught to be moral. They were taught to do the right thing at all times. And they're very, very good people. Like, I'm just giving an instance now that they're that, that good people, like they love people. They are doing the right thing on, in the way they can do it, you know. But they are not christians now and that's the way they've grown over the years now talking about uh by this spirit you know the spirit, um, the spirit of god every spirit that confesses that jesus christ has come in the flesh is of god now this same sort of people they read let's also now for instance now uh, they read in the quran that jesus uh, christ the son of god and all that let's assume you are still in your in your uh, muslim faith and you still believe that this same jesus actually uh he came he died and all that does it mean that you you have now um uh, step up to become a child of god even though you've not confessed with your mouth that jesus is the son of god but because you just believe in your heart that ah, this thing might be true like because of the way you it's written in the quran that ah, okay jesus um is the son of god and probably he died you know the way you are just thinking about it you're all reasoning okay this thing i'm reading in the quran does it um, really make sense and all that? But you've not really believed totally. But because of what you have been taught about it and all that, does it mean that because you are thinking about it, you have now become a child of God? Expected because of now, because of your um, way of life, you are good to people, you are you love people, and all of that. Does it mean that right in your heart, you have now believed God? I don't know if you understand that question. I'm trying to, I don't know um, how best I can put it, but this is
5: i know that they are moralists the people that are moral don't smoke don't drink don't womanize don't do all that but it doesn't translate to being a child of god while i was in school i i had a close muslim friend we read together and all that but when i talked to her about jesus she said she knows that jesus exists and knows in the quran and all but she doesn't believe that jesus is the son of god so i don't believe i don't no she has not accepted christ so but she knows that oh jesus is you know when she i, don't, I can't remember what they call jesus is in their quran and all but like the scripture says is when you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that jesus christ is the son they don't you know there's there's still something about them accepting that love of christ they just know that yes jesus a jesus is one of the prophets but they have not acknowledged him as the son of god so it's, it's not the same and I
8: won't say he's the same as... Does it translate to accepting Christ yet? Just like what uh, Mr. Kemi was saying... It's not written in the Quran that Jesus is the Son of God. They just believe that he's one of their prophets. Because they will only say that God does not have a child. And the Bible says there is no other way by which we can be saved... Except by the name of Jesus. They believe in Jesus as a prophet. Not as a saviour. So they, they don't come to that... Uh, level of if they accept him as a savior that's when there's no way you believe someone or believe in someone that you will not eventually confess that his, this is who because those that got to that point there are some muslims that got those that got to that point of believing that truly jesus is the son of god and that is the savior they got to the point of confession that he is their savior and they got saved they might not be able to show it within their um within the family because of the threats that they, 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 they are faced with. But they've gotten to that point of confessing. You know, we don't, They don't have to shout uh, on the rooftops about it. But they've gotten to that point of confessing that Jesus is the Son of God. He died for them and they believe what he has done for them. But without that, that there is no other name by which you can be saved, saved except the name of Jesus. So without getting to that point, the person is not saved.
2: While we do that, please, um, please let's go back to the Paul's uh, John four one. That's from there. Um, I I I took this like this, eh? but when we read the whole verse after all the discussion, we understand something. Just okay, leave it like that for now.
1: Next. Hey, I just ask a question. Can I go ahead, sir? Please do. Okay. Um, in the eyes of God, everybody is one. But according to the, the Muslim faith, like they say, Christians,
9: um, Christians, Muslim, we are all one. I, I've noticed that most of time when we, maybe when you go for a, a gathering, they say, "Okay, let Muslims, you know, to pray, Christians to pray." I've noticed that a Christian would not, even though when we when we were young. In assembly, in school, when they are doing the Muslim, like is entering some people's their are, their are, their are, their consciousness or their subconsciousness that okay this is the Muslim prayer. But now that we are adults, when we get to a, maybe a function, when the Muslim is praying, like hardly would you say a Christian actually say that. Same thing too, with Muslim. And my question is this: When you say we are one, I don't know how we are one, because <laughs> because now it it, 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 it it the bible says that until we should preach to all the nation we should go out there and preach to all the nation we have buddhism we have um, uh, um, all manner of religion but now i'm actually focusing now even on, on 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 the muslim now to what point because they're saying jesus is coming very soon coming, to jesus, coming very soon to what point are we are we going to get to that that we have this clarity that everybody know okay is actually jesus or is actually god because just like what um, um said now they actually believe that he's actually a servant But well, we we know so to what point is, is that going to be a clarity
10: praise god i don't i it's not his question i wanted to answer i wanted to talk about um that those ones didn't actually believe or some things like that but then the thing is, some of them actually, they've read it and they've seen it. Um, some, I have family members that actually belong to some of those categories. And in Yoruba, when you mention something like if you call the name of the God, the way they address some of those prophets, if you mention something like Muhammad, they will tell you like, let's or not kind of like they are praying for him that honor should come to him something like that but the moment you mention jesus they tell you that honor already is with him so they know some of them know but they just feel comfortable with that because that's how they grew up they will even follow you to church they pray with you they know not all i'm not i'm not generalizing it but i'm saying that some of them actually do know so To now say that these ones don't believe is a different thing. They believe, but I've not at any point actually seen them confess. So I may not be able to categorically say yes to them, but I know that they believe, well, scripturally, scripture says that they believe in their heart, then you have to confess as well. So the part of confession, I can't say.
3: I don't know if it's possible to start from here next week because we are pressed for time. We need to go forward. But let me just say to what Pro Enes said, that at what point, at what point will, um, will there be clarity till Jesus comes? Jesus gave us an analogy. He said, let the wheat and the tears grow uh, together on the day of harvest, which is at the end of time. That is, So all of us will be like this. Clarity will not be. We will continue like this. There will be people that will believe that this is Jesus is the way to God. There will be people that will not believe. And that is the only reason where there's going to be a judgment, because if all of us will get to a stage where everybody will believe then there will be no reason for judgment on the on the judgment day, but there will be judgment, God will sift out and divide because there will be people that will be on the side of God, there will be people that will say you know they are not clinging to Jesus until he comes then too so, uh, we 've said this, believe something or not believe, even what you said about um Praying Christian, we we, de- we dealt a bit about that during the PCG. For people that attended PCG this last Thursday, we talked a bit. So we might look into this next, we might start from here next week. But um, that thing about confessing is important. People can believe. The scripture said to us, and I think we looked at it last week, James 2.19, you believe that there is only one God and you are right. Even the demons believe. So believing is no big deal. Like we've been told, even Muslims believe, because it's in their Quran, you know, Sister Lola, thank you for that that you added anything at all. You already as honor. They know it. They said it, that Jesus is the only one that even did one miracle. As in, they will not tell you that Muhammad did miracle. So there are some things that and all of these things should also make us appreciate the fact that you grew up from a Christian family. As in, it's a blessedness. You are blessed that you grew in that. Dave, because you expect that some things, people should just I, this thing makes sense now, they should just follow Jesus for it's not easy like that, and that's why we pray for them that their eyes will be open. The Bible says the eyes uh, the God of this age has blinded their eyes, they have seen the truth, but yet for them it is, it is not yet the truth. So we should count this as a privilege and um, pray for them so that they also can come to the knowledge of the truth. Amen. Amen. Yep.
2: Um one more thing um that particular passage you read they are not for unbelievers let's all note that that particular passage are not for unbelievers they are for believers who are the spirit of god in them and who hears the voice of god but have some issues of doubt is it god is it not god that's why you need to do that and everyone of us at some point we need to do that just like i've explained what pro um pastor Rotimi has said because in the beginning, it said, delightful, loved friends. If you see the mother, please, said brethren. So we need to understand that this passage is not for those who don't know Christ. These people already know Christ, and they are following Christ, but they want to be sure they don't. They are not following the wrong spirit. That's what it's saying. It said false prophets have gone into the world. So we need to, as Christians, So we, it's a, there are two different things. This one is talking about those who are already in Christ, who are working with Christ, who who hears God, uh, but sometimes they can, are we sure, am I sure, is it God, is it not God? That's what we're talking about. And that's why I actually, mentioned, I think I need to make that one clear. If you are not of God, there's only one way to Christ. That's the way, the truth, and the life. Nobody comments on the Father except by me. If whatever you believe about Jesus, if you don't believe in that salvation, and don't confess with your mouth, believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, you are not a Christian. Thank you. Father, we thank you, we thank you for this time. What we've learned, we pray we'll use it positively to build ourselves up and properly build the church as we build according to pattern in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, for in Jesus' name we are praying.